Hello all, Chris Arnold here. You may know me from Series 2, Episode 5 of the BBC One daytime TV quiz show Think Tank and the subsequent hashtag Justice for Chris Arnold that followed. A very warm welcome to the second Chris Arnold travel podcast and I'm recording this in the capital of my favourite superpower, Beijing! Before we get on to that, I'd just like to say thanks if you listened to Episode 1 on SoundCloud. Had a few reviews come in. Jimmy May says... Great logo, terribly dry chat. Fully agree with you on that one, Jimmy. I never said my content would be of any value. Lewis Heenan said that I sounded a little hoarse. Again, dry chat comes at a price, and that price is a constantly sore throat. Alex Holborn simply said, cracking. So thanks, Alex. You are now officially my favourite reviewer. I also noticed that I misspelled United Kingdom on the title of episode one. Poor content and language errors might be recurring themes. So if you're into that, stick with me. I do have some good news, though. This podcast is now available on iTunes, Acast and Stitcher, as well as the aforementioned SoundCloud. It's been pretty tricky uploading this episode. SoundCloud is blocked in China, along with Facebook, Twitter and even Google. In fact, I've had to ask Jeeves for the first time in six years. I didn't even know Jeeves was still knocking about, but he is. And I like to think he isn't using an offshore bank account. Anyway, you have to use a VPN or a proxy to access the block content. And that's how I managed to present to you episode two. Beijing. So Beijing. Well, we flew in with Southern China Airlines after a weekend stay over in Bangkok and straight away I was enjoying the Chinese way of life. The onboard music calmed me no end. Listen to that. Absolutely beautiful. And the film censorship on the in-flight entertainment was brilliantly shoddy. What do you see? Someone wants to know what the heck is going on. What the heck is going on. What the heck is going on. What the sheck is going on indeed. We landed at Beijing Airport and took the train into town. We arrived at rush hour and it was busy. Rammed, in fact. It's a shame Jeremy Corbyn couldn't find a seat on the train we were on, that's for certain. Having said that, the Beijing subway is miles better than the London tube. It's more efficient, better signposted, loads cheaper. Although, whenever I go to a city with an underground train system, I always think it's better than the tube. Perhaps that's because London was the first city to get an underground, so surely if you were to build a new one somewhere, you'd look at the ones built previously and improve on that. I could be talking absolute nonsense, though. Beijing's population is a staggering 21 million people. To put that in context, that's about 40 times more than Manchester. Cars and bikes constantly honk throughout the day, but it feels like a very safe city. Walking around at night, you never feel threatened or in danger, compared to, say, walking around Manchester at night. The people of Beijing also love their tiny dogs. They're absolutely everywhere. I even saw one wearing little red leather boots, which at first made me laugh, but then made me depressed as I realised I would have to add a Chinese dog to the list of things more fashionable than me. We spent two nights in a great little hostel called the Happy Dragon Hostel and two nights with my old Sheffield housemate, Nigel. Hi, I'm Nigel too. Nigel teaches out here and lives in a nice central flat. That's Nigel too, spelled T-U, by the way, not T-W-O. He's not the second Nigel I've ever met. In fact, I've met quite a few Nigels in my time, most notably Pissy Nigel, but that's a story for another time. During our visit, Francesca and myself checked out the Great Wall of China, which, as promised, was great, was a wall, and was in China. So no complaints whatsoever there. 10 out of 10. And if you want a beautiful panoramic view of Beijing, the Wachengting Tower in the middle of Jingshan Park is an absolute treat. The language spoken in China is Mandarin, which is not to be confused with the fruit that looks and tastes like an orange. And I have to say, I love hearing Mandarin. Just to make sure I'm talking about the language here, not the fruit, the Mandarin that looks and tastes like an orange is on the whole silent. 
In fact, I love the Mandarin language so much that I've taken to recording people talk. It's a bit creepy, but you know. Here's a couple of Chinese people having a conversation. Here's a whole bunch of Chinese people having a conversation. And here's a stand-up comedian making people laugh on a TV channel. And speaking of comedy, Nigel too does stand-up comedy out here. Hi, I'm Nigel too. Yes, okay, Nigel. We know who you are. Hi, I'm Nigel too. Anyway, Nigel asked me if I wanted to perform at an open mic night. Always want to take up an opportunity. I said yes immediately. I never done comedy at an open mic night before, so I asked Nigel what I would have to do. He said, "You got four minutes to make people laugh." Well, I went away and brainstormed for three hours. Then I came back to Nigel with some ideas. I thought my opening line could be, "Hey, so where's this mic I hear so much about, and how come he's so open?" And then I could talk about the differences between black people and white people for the next three and a half minutes. Nigel said, "I strongly recommend you don't do that." In the end, I did a song about not smoking, and nobody booed nor threw anything at me. So I'm calling that a great success. Thanks for listening to episode two of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. VPM allowing episode three should be with you next Sunday. In fact, I'm going to try to release one every Sunday if possible. It could be the perfect accompaniment to your Sunday roast. All music on this episode was by Bison, and a very special thanks to Nigel too for making our time in Beijing so great. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Nigel too. What the heck? <laughs>